Happy Sunday, my lovely congregation, and welcome back to Pussy Church. I'm Lara, an erotica writer and the creator of Tales of Lara, which you can find at talesoflara.com and at Tales of Lara on Instagram. And today we are back with top tips on how to worship her pussy according to queer girls in Netflix's newest softcore porn romance, 365 Days. Every week on the show, we'll sing the gospel, which is all about sex news. We'll worship an erotic artist and we'll hear some confessions, really questions and sex stories from you guys. Let's dive in. Amen. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Pussy Church. Welcome. It's lovely to have you all on this beautiful Sunday. This gorgeous Sunday, who am I here with? Mona D. Baker. The boner maker. It's always so lovely to be at church with you. Oh, so lovely to worship with you as well. Blessed be the pussy. He is risen. May she open to your touch. <laughs> Sorry, you said this I'm, so sexy. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a little, I'm fiending a little bit. I wish he was risen. Oh, you're like, where is he? <laughs> Where's he rising? I'm going. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm. Oh, yeah. That's funny. I was just, we just did this QA this week um, on my Instagram. We we're talking about what people are missing during quarantine. And a lot of girls were like, a dick, an actual dick, right. not a fantasy dick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw I, there was some funny answers on there or questions or answers. Yeah. I saw that it was hilarious. Yeah, that's really. I mean, I, I I get it. I mean, I've been there, and everybody is there at one point, you know. We're just totally. kind of missing it. But there's something kind of funny about it, about this kind of like fiending. I think because you get so turned on all the time. Like, I know, like, just like the littlest things right now are just like okay, <laughs> always thinking about <laughs> sex. Not always, but but I haven't gone without it for a while like this so now i'm like oh okay yeah that's actually one that in my life <laughs> welcome to my world you know i feel like i'm always turned on <laughs> <laughs> but there's two phenomenon phenomenon mums phenomena 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 about this <laughs> phenomenons phenomenons <laughs> oh wow this is not going oh, well oh my gosh um anyways there's two things about um about this one is that if you're not having sex, you're getting really horny. And then for me, when I start having a lot of regular sex, I want more and more and more. Totally. It is like, it's a ridiculous thing. I'm like, oh, I just had sex like 12 hours ago. I'm like, I want it again. Right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, I guess just, we just always want sex. But no, I think <laughs> I, I... Is this what it is? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what we're saying, basically. No, like I at first I was just like, okay, I'm fine. But now it's been... A couple months at this point. Couple months. Whoa. Oh, yeah, maybe like a month and a half. But yeah, that's a good time to go crazy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm sure it will it will like tap like tamper down a little bit, and then it'll yeah, maybe I just I need think, to have sex. I think it's all about well, probably. I think <laughs> pretty logical <laughs> conclusion. <laughs> well, actually, I think it also is about the input, right? Like sometimes. 
like we said before, I think you can kind of like forget about it for a little bit. You're distracted. Totally. But then something that just happened to me a few days ago, <laughs> you, you're like just minding your own business. Right. Living, you know, having your day planned. I was supposed to go to the beach with my girlfriends. I'm like, oh, everything's blah, blah, blah. And I get a text message, 3 p.m. or something. Okay. Just very interesting time. And a a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of friend? Well, I mean, he is a friend and we like hooked up before, but like not, you know, particularly like not a real yeah. thing, thing, you know? Right. Um, and he was gone for for several months. We haven't seen each other through quarantine. Mm -hmm. And he just came back um, to L.A., and he texted me. He's like, hey, what are you up to? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to the beach. Welcome back. And he's like, well, I wanted to invite you over for some wine and some pussy worship. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? I love now your I whole mean, day is shot. You go to the beach and all you can think about is pussy worship. Seriously, I told all my girlfriends. It was like, you know, it was my girlfriend's birthday too. I couldn't just like ditch, you know. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, girl. I'm going to go to get pussy worship. Yeah. <laughs> That's like amazing. <laughs> what what an amazing text to receive. I know. I mean, obviously, it requires two very specific people to pull that one off, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. You just don't want that from anyone. But <laughs> no, I mean, there's some people to you where you would be like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why do, you, why do you think you could pussy worship me even though, you know? Be my guest. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did you act on this? Not yet, because I was so busy. But like, right. it's definitely on my to-do list, I think. Uh, as it should be. You should cross that off as soon as possible. I know, I know. It's it's good, good, good times. For maybe today, you know, it's Sunday. I should yeah, go exactly. and get my pussy worship. <laughs> 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 just continue the church service after the podcast i just had an experience with a guy who i've been seeing off and on and we have incredible sex like incredible penetrative sex right uh like i come while we have sex and stuff but he's just not that good at going down on me yeah and it's really difficult i've haven't had the situation in like years like literally this is i'm completely honest i mean there's one one night stand where this guy wow, was you're, you're lucky <laughs> no it's been a long time like i've been like yeah. really pussy worship pretty well because right. <laughs> we were talking but he's like what do you like i'm not really good at this i mean he was very honest about it you know right. i walked him through some things i liked um yeah, which is like a good exercise, but it's also a bit difficult just because if the person has very little idea where to start, yeah. I just hadn't experienced it before. Yeah, that's that's tough. Like how I mean, at least he's he's open enough and he asks like and that's he's self-aware enough that he might it might not be as strong as suit. Otherwise, there's probably a lot of guys out there who think they're doing a great job. But not True at all. That. But then they, they then they don't ask like, how should I be doing this? So as a female, that's really it's kind of scary. It or like intimidating to try and tell them to do it a different way. You know, there's something to be said about this. Um, that if you're curious about it, you're gonna go and educate yourself. 
Right. A little bit. Like fucking Google how to lick a girl. And like <laughs> think no, I'm I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I think if you are interested in making your girlfriend come or the girl that you're dating come or whatever and you feel like you're not really doing it yes communicate with her but also start reading up on it i mean i literally we grow up as girls and it's kind of fucked but kind of good i guess in some kind of a sense learning a thousand blowjob techniques right a thousand we're bombarded with articles about like how to um (laughs) how to blow him you know yeah and how to fondle his balls and all sorts of shit yeah and like how to finger his asshole and then you can like try it with a fucking banana and like what are they doing uh-huh. right know? yeah no I, I i guess it depends on the guy i'm sure there's lots of guys who have looked that up but but still like it you can read about it all day but if you don't know i don't know it's like i don't know it's there's something about being curious about giving pleasure right. that you can't learn anybody. You can learn people how to get you off well and everything. But yeah. you can't make them want to do it. Right. Yeah, yeah. On but both he, sides. But this guy, this guy wants to do it. I mean, he wants to do it, but I think there's a problem that he's having and that he feels self-conscious about it, so he doesn't do it as often. Right. right which is that's a bummer i mean perpetuating practice, the problem practice makes perfect absolutely <laughs> and i do think that there is something to be said about but this this is where it comes back to the curiosity i think if you don't walk into a sexual experience with a performance mind right and just an exploration mind you can actually you know just you don't it's not about you failing. It's about you learning and exploring. Right, exactly. And I think that's a big struggle that a lot of people have, seeing sex as a performance and being self-conscious in a lot of ways or they yeah. feel insufficient where it should be, no, it should be fun. Like the, there isn't, a, sure, yeah, it's nice to come while having sex, but that isn't the only purpose of it. Totally. And I mean, I'm sure it's the other way around, too. You know, if you um, if you're a girl and you give somebody a blowjob, you know what I mean? Um, And you feel like you're not that good at it. Like, it's going to be not that fun in the beginning because you feel like he might not be feeling it or like he tells you that something is off and maybe you feel like kind of hurt or something because I didn't do it that well. But um, I learned I learned with different partners what they like. And I was just like, oh, what do you like? And then they tell me and I'm just trying it out. And then he's like, oh, no, a little bit more like that. I'm like, okay, cool. Exactly. I don't think because I don't really think I suck at it. Well, I suck. at (laughs) 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 But, you know, I think that's I I cannot read minds. I don't feel bad about not knowing that you want me to bite your dick. Like, right. Well, everyone's different. Like what one girl likes or one guy likes can be completely different than what someone else. So like, I guess there's a learning curve with any newer partner of figuring out what it is that they they like. Actually, it's very funny because, do you know, the Breakfast Club um, radio show. The Breakfast Club, the the movie. No, it's a radio show. Um, oh, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, it's a radio show, and it's hosted by Charlemagne. Yeah, I think I've heard. I think I've heard it. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I know, I know it. Yeah, yeah, it's all African American. Yeah. Um, but it's so funny. There was this like comedian was on the show, and she was kind of like talking about, 
you know, this guy going down on her or whatever the hell. And then Charlemagne was like, you know what? My my pussy licking game was totally whack. And a girl told me and gave me a book. <laughs> what? Oh, he He's read like, a whole book on it? He read a whole book on it. And he was like, I was so grateful to this woman because she was just like, hey, you suck at this. Like, totally. Please educate yourself, man. And he was right. like, and now I know how to fucking do it. Right. Yeah. No one wants to be bad at it. Like, No. I mean, you want to give your partner pleasure. I mean, ideally. Yeah. <laughs> right. But just have i mean the confidence in yourself to admit or acknowledge that you might not be good at it and then take the take the step to learn how to do it better amen sister amen And now, and now, we're going to go to the gospel. The gospel. The gospel. And the gospel is sex news from the prior week. And I have, actually, it will tie in kind of perfectly to what we just talked about. And that was not planned. Um, (laughs) But um, it's, we're going to start out with an article um, that was about five guys who created an algorithm to quote validate the female orgasm right okay yeah it's insane so it's insane (laughs) so they i'm already giving away what i think about this so they created this like device or something that like measures your heart rate um to figure out if a woman has an orgasm or if she's faking it oh to oh to like verify that you had which is already so fucked up what the fuck is this it's like a lie detector like i don't need a lie detector anyways it keeps on going so they sent their pitch deck to lilo a sex toy brand and basically what they're saying is this is their findings right so they've been trying to work this out and their findings are quote so far there's no evidence and proof of female orgasm and there's no reliable way to be sure if a woman has an orgasm what? What about asking her if she had an orgasm? <laughs> right. But some people aren't truthful about that. Just can say it. But who cares? If you're so bad in bed, the funny thing is, I think this is so insane because they're assuming female pleasure is about them. Right? Right. It's, it's about the dude making sure if he's doing a good job or not. I mean, this is not how this works, people. No, that's outrageous. That's outrageous. And if it's I had a device right? hooked up to me, like, what the fuck? What the fuck's happening? And so this is so interesting. The brand manager for, um, you know, the sex toy brand Lilo, Stu yeah. Nugent, he was pitched this and he was like, I honestly thought this was a joke or a satire or some like fake news shit. You know, they were like yeah. prank, prank me. And he's like, no, it all turns out to be real. And this is that he's never received anything so offensive. <laughs> that's oh yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. Which this leads me to where I really wanted to go because I really don't want to give them so much space. I think you will be able to tell if a woman enjoys herself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, clearly women are faking it, but um, you can probably also start. I've actually been asked once if I faked it. Really? Yeah. I, I've I've been I've been asked 
if I have in the past, yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's 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 totally fine. Don't say like did you fake it, but like, you know, you can also test it or not test it. You can keep on going, you guys. If you right. think she might have faked it, right? You're going down on the girl and she's like, oh, oh, like immediately. She might have come, you know, but maybe yeah. she also faked it. A great way to actually make her come is to keep on going. Exactly. Because even if she did come, you can give her multiple orgasms yeah. or a second one. But often they like I think women often have like a feeling of like I'm taking too much time. Right. Exactly. But if you give her the feeling that you won't stop no matter what is happening. Then that's extra sexy. Ugh. And then she'll relax. And that's how I've come like multiple, multiple, multiple times because the guy just wouldn't stop. It was like <laughs> relentless. And it's the best oral experience I had in my life. Oh, I bet. Because then the, the pressure of, I'm not that it's pressure, but once you have one or whether you faked or not, the pressure of satisfying him in that way is off. And then you can just, yeah. But when it. he says, I mean, this is like a really hard thing to say to a girl i think in my opinion it's like i'm not gonna stop until you know i'm not it, gonna stop yeah i'm just not gonna stop and you can come if you want to you don't have to but i'm just gonna be here for a while so right. fucking buckle Ugh. up <laughs> i need some pushy pussy worship in my life pussy worship oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think this um Episode has an official title. Um, yeah, for sure. Pussy worship. Because what we're going to get into now, no pun intended or pun intended, you know, I wanted to look at some advice because okay. there's our advice, right? And there's like whatever you Google. And then Vice Magazine brought out a couple of articles written by lesbian and queer women awesome. about tips for picking up women and making them come. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone knows, it's them. Because they have a vagina and they lick it. They do. And they're, you know, with penetration being really not like the main focus, they are really good at making that happen. Yeah, I would assume so. So what we're going to start with is just a little bit of background. Um, and the background on that is the orgasm gap. And we talked about the orgasm gap before but in mm -hmm. case somebody hasn't listened to that episode there was a study made in 2016 published by the archives of sexual behavior that analyzed sex lives around uh of around 53,000 adults in the u.s and it found that 95 percent of heterosexual men reported that they always orgasm during sex mm -hmm. so that's 95 but wow. only but only 65 percent of women yeah heterosexual women Right. Um, so that's a pretty good, it's a 30% gap, right? And yeah. that's, that's what they consider the orgasm gap. It's unfair, and men. It really is. Not, it is kind of unfair. Go down on her, ha use some toys. Like, it can't be this hard. Exactly. <laughs> Even if he's hard. Um, <laughs> oh in the same, I'm, I'm the child. Like, <laughs> 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 one bad pun after another. In the same study, also, they looked at lesbian women, right? And they reported th that 86% of them usually orgasm during sex. So that is a 20% gap between lesbians and straight right. women. Okay, that's the last straw. I'm turning lesbian. 
Exactly. No, I'm like, I'm oh my God. This girl actually in the Q&A was like, I think I'm bisexual. And I'm like, lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> Go out and get as, you know, much variety of sex right? and pleasure as you want. And that's fantastic. Fully. And it's actually also funny, like in the article, they were talking about that not many TV shows or films have given lesbians like a quote, like misguided romantic advice. Right. Because there's not that much out there. So they just had right. to really go out and talk to a person. And there was no like, oh, this is how I saw it in the movie. You know, he's like, he's a dick and she likes it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually funny because now it's sort of like, quote unquote, picking up people tips. Um, that's the first tip. And it's a term I've never heard before. It's called negging. Okay. And negging is like this thing when you give someone a backhanded compliment in, in the hopes that you get their approval. Like It's a little boy mentality. It's like pulling the girl's hair that you like in, in elementary school. Totally. Yeah. So the consensus is don't do that. No. <laughs> no. Well, that that's going to be kind of flipped when we talk about our art piece today, but... Mm. Correct, but I have a lot of problems with that. Yeah. Um, well, the second tip was communication and confidence, that that's right. really hot, you know? Totally. Where you can actually say to somebody um, that you can – or that you like them, or you actively flirt with them. And yeah, I thought it was exactly. so interesting because they were saying, right, like straight girls often are not really used to uh, making the first step or being right. outwardly flirty, right? Yeah. But that, that that's a big thing, I think, especially in the queer community, if you don't know if somebody is also queer or a lesbian, right? Right. That you kind of have to be really outwardly kind of saying what you like. And like, right, hey, I'd exactly. love to take like, Yeah, can I buy you a drink? Would you like to go out with me? Like that kind of a vibe where you um totally honest. Yeah. Do you have trouble making the first move? Nah. Yeah, no, I'm me neither. Really. I, I'm, yeah, not at all. But I'm so, I think for me, I said this to so many friends before, I feel like I'm like a clown. I am so obvious when I want to <laughs> wanna flirt with you Yeah, that everyone will see it in like a two-mile radius. <laughs> I can see I'm that. I'm so horrible. I'm like, start to touch him. I'm just all over oh, the place. Yeah, yeah. If I like you, you're going to know. I'm, I'm not not shy about it either. Right? It's just, so, I mean, it's also fun. I like, I mean, it's exaggerated, but I think some, I feel like some guys, because I have several guy friends who are like, I don't know when a girl flirts with me. I, I can't pick it up. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, if I would flirt with you, you would have to be blind and deaf to not Exactly. Up, right? Like, why beat around the bush and be all shy about it? But. I'm like laughing like a maniac. I'm like, ha, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, I might be cackling. Right, oh, yeah, no, I've, I've been there. Yeah, so I think if you have like, see, this goes back to another tip, I think, that was a little bit like the body language, you know what I mean? Figure out how much somebody's into you by just watching them. Right. And totally. not just bombarding them with stuff, you know? <laughs> See, see what comes back, you know. Right, exactly. Observe a little bit. It's Open like a your eyes. Bit. Yeah, it's like a dance. Exactly. Okay. The next tip, which I find really funny, because they kind of drew this like it's a generalization, but I think it makes kind of sense. 
One girl said, try to make it look, try to make your place look like a nice place to be naked in. (laughs) (laughs) And the idea was like a lot of straight men, especially when they're younger, their places look like shit. Yeah. um, Like some of the bathrooms I've been in. Oh, like. No, that's a deal breaker. Not it's not like it. I'm not gonna say no after I'm You're like already all there, worked up yeah. and yeah. But still, it's a, it's a turn off. Totally, and she, which is really funny because they were like a gay girl's flat. You know, she has scented candles, crystals, plants, a magic box of glowing dildos, <laughs> <laughs> some pretty lambs standing around, and like the dude is like. You know, it doesn't even have sheets on his bed or something. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure there's sloppy lesbians, too. But, totally. And there's yeah. really, like, guys who are really into design. Like, I dated exactly. several. Yeah. <laughs> so it happens. But yeah, yeah. It's a good tip, I think, in general to, like, make the place. Remember one episode we answered this question? This guy asked us um, how he could make his place more fuckable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just a clean place is a start. We're going to keep going into like more like sexy advice. Oh. Oh. And we're going to start with like more general stuff. And then there's going to be a section on fingering. Oh, oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite things. (laughs) I'm not mad at it. And this is all advice from queer girls because it's also pride, actually. It's like a perfect time. Yeah. And I think it's so sweet that they're even sharing this because really they don't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing fine themselves. Right. Which, so on the one hand, this is good for like a guy to listen to, I think, to kind of like figure out some things and how to communicate and like touch a girl. Yeah. But I think it's also good for girls to listen to this and start building a vocabulary of what you like. Totally. So you can communicate it with your dude. Exactly. Or your girl, you know? Right. Um, Which maybe I should take a pointer and be be able to explain a little bit better how exactly I like to be liked. Right. Exactly. It's it's hard to explain in words. Like it, I tried. I was yeah. like, so I would like you to lick very slowly on my clitoris. <laughs> I literally was like that. I was like, I would like you to suck it. Yeah. And put pressure on it. Like right. I was just very precise. And I was like, and I would like you to put a finger inside and make it come here. The motion. I was so precise, man. Right. Yeah, well, we'll see how that goes. Um, (laughs) So these tips are (laughs) that you should make somebody feel comfortable and feeling open, right? Like create a relaxed and sexy environment where it's more about the experience than about the performance. Amen. Amen. Exactly what we (laughs) said earlier, right? And that foreplay is very important, clearly. Um. And it's not, and that's what we see all the time. We're at the buildup. It is so sexy. Oh, this is something I thought about the other day. <laughs> a a buildup, right? We talk about this all the time. Yeah. And a new, not even a new thing that I found out about myself, but I kind of like put it all together because I was hanging out with this guy <laughs> this week. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, oh. With this boy. Um, and it was not the right time to have sex. And. We were making out and it was just the hottest thing to not be able to have sex, but oh, to wow. make out for like a couple of hours. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Geez, I mean, it is 
such a tease and it's horrible and amazing at the same time. Yeah. But when I when I left, I was like, well, that's what I like. I think that's why I like public sex. That's why I like dark <laughs> bars. That's why I like when somebody fingers me in a cab because I like this idea <laughs> of an insane buildup until we are nearly going crazy. Totally. And then having sex. This is oh, like, yeah, it's the best. It is so insane. And you can create these things for each other, right? Like, theoretically, you could even create a a game that just, you know, constitutes, like, when or whatever, how long. Right. <laughs> or you just go into, you know, you go to the beach. You can't have sex there, I mean, mm-hmm. in the daytime. Yeah, but you can be flirty and touchy and... And just yeah. build up that <laughs> build oh. up that desire. So good. So what they're talking about is kind of a similar thing. They're talking about the buildup that it's not just physical, it's psychological, right? Totally. Kind fully. Of like playing with each other, the yeah. way you talk, things you insinuate. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it's not about the performance of it, but just like the interaction between two two people. Exactly. Which, oh my God, this is gonna <laughs> Make me crazy. What am I going to do after this? Maybe I have to really get pussy worshipped. I'm like texting know, him right now. I'm Jeez. like, so what about that offer of yours? <laughs> Does it still stand? <laughs> <laughs> when can I come over? Right. Anyways, um, another another thing, another tip was clearly take the pressure of off having an orgasm, right? Yeah. Um, which makes the orgasm more likely. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also, quote, lesbian sex can be very imaginative and intuitive in that way. You can use toys, fingers, tongues, bodies, but it's all focused on pleasure, giving and receiving. Totally. So I think this is kind of cool because um, it's not like you got to go to penetrative sex as fast as you can. Right. Because right, that's not, I mean, sure, they can use a strap on and stuff, but there's a lot a lot of other avenues and ways of playing around. Yeah. 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 And there's a, and you know, like using your mouth and your hands as much as you can. Yeah. Simultaneously if you can. Um, and then do some cheese butt stimulation if you can. <laughs> well, this is, uh. I actually, I actually gotten like one of like, um, the best advice on squirting because I didn't really know why I was squirting in the beginning right. when it started. And I think we talked about this too on this podcast before I met like this lesbian friend of a friend and we spent this like evening together. We start chatting about sex. This is so often happens with me. Mm-hmm. And she explained it to me exactly like step by step how she and her wife actually like they have like a blanket, you know, that sex blanket. <laughs> right, they do yeah, this whole exactly. thing where they get each other to squirt and where they have this. She had this like bravado she's like i can get any woman to squirt oh it's not a problem God, that's, hot. <laughs> that's awesome i'm like well maybe we should try but you're married <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> damn it's not hard to get me squirt squirt um <laughs> so but yeah i think you know just to take take a little bit of time communicating talking feeling things out you know if that's something that queer people do a little bit more um, we can also, if you're heterosexual, you can include all these things in your exactly sex life, you know? Yes. Um, but also communicating, as we always talk about, what do you like? Even to ask if somebody, that's, I thought, 
I thought I thought was funny because I have never asked it so the, directly. If you like to be submissive or dominant. Oh, interesting. I've I've had one person who kind of asked that question, um, mm. but but they they like they write about sex for a living, so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but that was um that wasn't a sexual situation or it no it was. Yeah. We, yeah, we hooked up, but this guy is he's studied sex. So I was like, did we have sex? And I don't remember. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool though. How did yeah. you feel? How did you feel about that when he asked you? Uh I I hadn't really considered it that much, like as far as what I, I can I can go back and forth between the two. I can enjoy being in both positions. Um, but yeah, yeah it's just interesting too. when someone's curious because then they're going to orient themselves towards what you want. But yeah, it's, it's nice that they they want to know. Totally, I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. Um, okay, fingering. <laughs> okay. okay, fingering. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Uh, we're just gonna do like a, a few little tips over here, but it's. You know, preparation is the first tip. Um, and this is something I only know because of anal play, but trim your fucking nails. Oh, yeah. Please. <laughs> Damn. So boys and girls, trim your nails if you, well, if you finger somebody, of course. But even with anal play, if a girl, you know, plays with the asshole of her <laughs> boyfriend or lover. Uh-huh. You can't have long fingernails. It hurts. No, no. Be nice to his butt. No, be nice to the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Well, if you if he's not super masochistic, you don't want to use a fingernail for that. Right. So the craziest tip, because this girl was talking about um, this queer girl, she's like, if you're femme, Rich was like a feminine lesbian mm-hmm. she's like i'm a femme and i use i have acrylics so i u- use latex gloves what to finger weird right i was like is that really like medical fetish like yeah. i'm a nurse like some people are really into latex but i don't know like the latex gloves unless i don't no, know that's not my thing i think just like trim your nails thing. they grow back you know yeah, what I mean? exactly <laughs> I mean, unless you're in a really well, I don't know. I, I I would sacrifice my nails for a great sexual connection. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tip in the beginning: if she's not wet, use lube or spit because do not go inside of her if she's not lubricated. Right. No. Yeah. Pretty exactly. pretty That's... pretty clear advice. Yeah. And then also, which I found really interesting because I think this is where people might understand misunderstand that fingering is not finger fucking necessarily right it's not you don't have to imitate penetration exactly like you would with your dick exactly because otherwise use your dick right (laughs) what's what's the harder thing to reach with a penis is the g-spot so there's a lot of things you can do inside the vaginal canal, like right. tapping and like pushing and whatever. I like that you're actually using your hands right now. Yes, <laughs> you're the only person yeah, who can I see know. this. I'm like tapping, like do this thing. <laughs> well, I'm learning a lot. No, I'm kidding. Maybe I'd be a great lesbian, you know? Um, <laughs> I'm like, just like you have a little wand. I have a little wand. It's a magic wand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is like the Harry Potter erotica we talked about. Oh, gosh. Wow. Oh, my God. The fan fiction. 
Anyways, this woman was also saying, um, instead of replicating, you know, a fucking motion, press right. downwards while you're moving in and out. So you can downwards. I would actually think more towards the G spot, but like press yeah. so you can like create some friction that you totally. can't get while um you're fucking. Yeah. Um and also twisting, flicking. You know, a little bit of chapping if you want to, because I mean, this is what you're gonna get. Like, if you try to make somebody squirt, you'll have to like do a pretty fast motion. Yeah, <laughs> fast, fast, repetitive motion. Yeah. There's another tip that I thought was very interesting, and I want to know your opinion. This person said, "Think of the clit as a mini penis and interact with it like that." And he said, "This is a guy." Hmm. Huh. Mix rubbing or stroking the clit with rolling it gently in between the tips of your fingers. Wow. That way you're stimulating more surface area. You can kind of jerk it off by grabbing and massaging the labia around it. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I'm showing her everything Sorry, with you, my fingers. She's <laughs> using her hands for this whole thing. It's hilarious. Like, <laughs> thanks, like, I'm getting the full picture. Like, I mean, I've never really thought about it this way, but I guess to make it easier for guys to imagine it you know yeah exactly maybe i try that tip and report back maybe yeah. i'll just be like treat it treat like, it a, like a small dick i like how would a guy react to that i'm not sure if this is yeah i'm not sure if this is gonna work really well but maybe i can like twist it and say it a little bit more nicely like treat it like you would you how you would jerk like masturbate yourself you know i don't know right yeah <laughs> suck it how you'd suck a penis <laughs> yeah exactly. you don't really don't. want to say that to a guy <laughs> no he's like okay now um i'm not hard anymore <laughs> i lost my erection exactly <laughs> oh my god um yeah so those were those were the main tips actually and like the last one was just the whole thing around it right Mm -hmm. The way you touch a person. The fingering is just one part of like a bigger connection to the totally. bodies. Totally. Yeah. Do you have any tips for our audience? Uh, for fingering? Mm -hmm. I feel like people, I mean, I tend to prefer two fingers, but um, mm -hmm. I think it's it's different for everyone. I, I actually kind of like it pretty hard. Figuring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I mean, there's but, but it doesn't. But that's not always like it doesn't always have to be the case. Like if he's going down on me and also fingering me, like I'm not just like a little light touch. It's just fine. he just needs to find the right spot, right? And you can yeah. communicate when he found it. <laughs> oh yeah. So I mean, you'll probably moan as soon as he hits that spot, right? But um. Because there's also, I mean, there's a pelvic bone, right? So if you start jabbing against my pelvic bone, I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna be like, oh, okay, <laughs> lay off, you know? Exactly. <laughs> oh well, ask and communicate, and take all those tips. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Mini <All> dicks. Right. <laughs> Mini dicks. That should not be the name of the um, episode. <laughs> no, We're going to go to our worship section. Ooh, the worship. The worship. And this is going to be an interesting week for worship. So normally, and always really, this is erotic art. 
Mm-hmm. And we've done, obviously, most of the time, it's literally worshiping an artist that we find incredible or thought-provoking or just plain fucking sexy. Um, and sometimes we do things we do not like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and this is like a mix today between a little bit of gospel and worship because this is something that's just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Polish film that came out called 365 Days or 365 DNI in Polish. Um, and it came out in Poland in February. And then on Netflix, it came out in the US a couple of weeks ago, not even like a week mm-hmm. ago or something. And within a week, it shot to number one viewed on Netflix. Crazy. Yeah. Before you mentioned it to me, I hadn't even heard of it. Yeah, so it just came out. It dropped on Netflix, and it's the platform's top 10 most watched films in the U.S. I mean, it's gone crazy. (laughs) And why this is relevant to us is that that it's called the Polish Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. Uh, (laughs) It has also a zero percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Really? Wow. And a 29% audience rating, and it is just... I watched it. Uh, I have a lot of feelings about it. The more I think about it, the more infuriated I am. Well, before you get into your opinion, (laughs) you should probably tell people what it's about. I know. So I'm going to tell you because um, you haven't watched it yet, right? No, I just watched the trailer and got some sense of it. So I'll give you a little bit of an idea. So let's start at the beginning. This movie, there's this Polish girl. She is kind of unhappy with her boyfriend. Um, She's, you know, works for some company. It's really not important. She she goes to Sicily on vacation, and there she's kidnapped by a mafia boss, imprisoned or, like, locked up in a very beautiful home because he's filthy rich. Right. Um, And he basically kidnaps her, abuses her slightly, nearly rapes her. Um, but he tells her that he had a dream or a vision about her when his father died five years um, earlier. So he stalked her to find her because he thinks that she is the love of his life because she came to him in a vision. So he's going to lock her up for 365 days to make her fall in love with him. Right. Um, and then if she has not, he'll set her free. <laughs> Wow. This is the premise, people. Um, so it's basically sl- half rape fantasy, half <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. Totally. <laughs> and what is so special or special, quote unquote, on this movie is that it's literally the most graphic sex scenes ever been shown on Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like wow. a soft core porn with a Fifty Shades of Grey storyline. Right. Interesting. But in my opinion, even fucking worse, because there's no BDSM consent in it. It's just literally this woman is kidnapped, nearly right. raped. Totally against her will. Exactly. So there's there's several interesting parts about this, right? In the beginning, I watched it. I was laughing. I was like, this is just ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah, it Watching this ridiculous. fucking thing. She says crazy things. He says crazy things. So he keeps on saying, are you lost, baby girl? Right? Which is just like... Okay, so she's not lost. You kidnapped her. She clearly is not lost. 
she is where you put her when you exactly. imprisoned her. So she she's not lost at all. Then he's also says shit like, I'm going to fuck you so hard they'll hear you scream in Warsaw. I mean, at one point she's trying to fight it because obviously in the beginning you got to fight your oppressor until right. you start fucking him because then it becomes okay. Um, <laughs> he, <laughs> she says, I'm not a... Pa- I'm not a bag of potatoes you can transport without permission. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay. Um, it's also really funny because in the beginning, he says to her, he's like, hey, I want you to fall in love with me. I'm going to do all this shit. But he's like a psychopath, right? So he's like, oh, I'm I'm not going to have you do anything without you wanting to do it, right? Right. You kidnapped this woman and imprisoned her. Exactly. That's That that's was clearly... Bad start. And this is not like they were on a date and he took her to his house. Right. She had no clue who she was, and he drugged her and, like, brought her into this, like, mansion. Damn. <laughs> She's like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> into a mansion. Well, but I want to illuminate two things. First, we're going to talk a little bit about the criticism. And then we're going to talk about why so many fucking women are watching this and getting off. Right, yeah. Because this really, you can obviously shred this to pieces, and people have done it, okay? Have done it. Like, this... A catapults women back into the stone ages so this Damn. one guy was saying female empowerment and me too you all didn't mean that shit if you like this movie uh-huh. right like it is it is fascinating because people are saying like 50 shades of gray was horrible this was worse by far yeah and i think mainly what people are talking about is that at least in bdsm you have a form of consent Totally. Right? And 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 in Fifty Shades of Grey, he at least made an attempt to, like, seduce her. Right, exactly. This guy just, like, imprisoned her and was then, like, now fall in love with me and yeah, my dick. Yeah, she has her no, none of her own free will. And, you know, I'm so, I'm so for everyone's, you know, everyone's sexual fantasies to be an okay thing. And they are. Right. The only good thing about this movie, I will say, is that there's some sex scenes that are really hot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Granted, both of the actors are extremely hot. Okay. Especially, mm-hmm. I mean, he is like, quote unquote, a model god. You know what I mean? Right. It is what it is. This is also the only reason <laughs> why anybody's okay with him doing this shit to her. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because if it was... A not extremely hot guy that you know, people would think it's creepy, even though it's creepy regardless. This guy's like a psycho kidnapper, <laughs> rapist, <Yeah. laughs> and the fact that he's hot makes it okay. Which, right? Listen, I I, I just had um, on Pillow Talk. I had an adult performer on um, Mickey Mod. He's mm. incredible, but we talked about porn and. You know, a lot of the arguments of like big porn, mainstream porn is supply and demand, right? They're mm-hmm. like, okay, America's fucked up or the world's fucked up. So you want this, you're buying it. So we are making it because you're buying it, right? Right. Um, but that's not completely true because some kind of a sense, a 15-year-old goes on a porn site and watches what is given to him or her. Right. And that forms his idea of it and what it should be. You're educating people with the content you're putting out. You cannot totally. tell me that that's the only thing 
turns people on. So the yeah. thing is with this, you're educating. I mean, whatever, you know, we're grown, we're grown women. You know what I mean? I, totally. I could watch this. I even was at one point, I was like, this is kind of hot. Like some of the sex scenes are pretty hot. You know yeah, I mean? But- they're in, they're in beautiful places. Okay. They're on a yacht. There's this like yacht scene that's so stupid, but then the sex is kind of hot. Like he pushes her into water and he saves her. I'm not really sure what the <laughs> logic is. And then because he saved her, even though he pushed her, um, she has sex with him because suddenly she's in love, you know? It's like really oh fucked. Boy. Wow. But the sex <laughs> is pretty hot, you know? It's like soft, it's like softcore porn and yeah. it, at its finest, you know, like good cinematography, super cheesy music. I mean, it looks like a really a mix between a 90s music video and a porn. <laughs> Not bad. You Amazing. Know? So it's just a bit worrisome that. If you want to start seeing where narrative and um, porn can like intersect, yeah, which I find a super fascinating thing that was more, more so out there in the seventies, especially in European, yeah, there's cinema. like full length porn movies, yeah, or there is also narrative movies that just have beautiful sex scene in them, right? right. Like, yeah, and you yeah. can still see somebody full frontal, like taking a phone call and like people having a beautiful relationship yeah. with each other that so, sounds cool exactly so i would love it to go this way but yeah. now there's something that's trying to cross the like intersect or like kind of mix two genres right. together i guess and it's going into this female degradation yeah no that's not i'm not because bdsm cool is like honestly less degrading than this if you really think about this yeah but that's it you're asking for bdsm you want it because it turns you on and it's not against your will yeah exactly and like yeah. you have a conversation about it you're not forcing somebody yeah right without their consent it's just so nuts right. to me so I'm um, sure there's all these like housewives and stuff that are watching this movie and just wanting that, <laughs> wanting to be kidnapped well, by, it, the, by this particular guy who is also like super rich and of course by this yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so part of why it also became so popular, I think, is that it became a TikTok challenge, right? A lot of people posted on TikTok like their reactions to watching the movie. Oh, really? And, and a lot of them were like girls being, which is kind of funny. But they were like, oh, me alone in the street. A creepy car comes up. I don't want this to happen. Then they see his face and they're like, and now I want to be kidnapped. (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) For sure. That's yeah. But so, okay. A lot of women like it. Uh Uh-huh. And a lot of women don't like it. Let's be completely honest. Yeah. But um, I wanted to look into a couple of um, thoughts on rape fantasies, right? Why, Why do women have rape fantasies? Right. Okay. Um, I think we talked about it before. And like my first thought when I started thinking about it. So women have shared with me rape fantasies on my Instagram. And I consciously decided to not share them mm-hmm. with every like all my followers. Because I think it's a very misleading thought. I don't want anybody to think that a woman wants to be raped just because she has a rape fantasy. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. You don't want to put that into kids minds. no i'm saying this one more time <laughs> for everyone who's listening what we're about to talk about does not mean you have the right without consent to do anything with anybody in this world sexually or otherwise yeah, exactly okay this is my little disclaimer for everybody <laughs> 
DM me if you have an issue. Okay. <laughs> um, so first idea, which I always thought was kind of this thing, this like, they call it sexual blame avoidance. And it's this idea that, you know, you have a lot of, as a woman, you have a lot of shame and guilt and anxiety around your own sexual desires that if somebody really? takes it from you, you're not to blame. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Right. I always huh. thought that that was kind of the thing where you're like, oh, but it was not my fault. He did it to me. Like I didn't right. stand up and was like, hey, please chain me to this bed. Oh, no, he did it to me. Right. Yeah. That yeah. Yeah. Vibe? Yeah. Um, so that's one which apparently fascinatingly enough, um, according to studies, is actually not as prevalent. It is a factor for some women, but actually not as often. Right. OK. There's two others. There's two others that come in that are apparently more common one is sexual desirability and i thought that was super interesting oh like someone wants you so bad that they want to rape you to have it like they can't be stopped because you're so desirable right wow. in romance novels i never thought about it in that in those terms right me neither and i think yeah. it's actually so logical yeah for sure right because there's something even what i said like this idea of like you can't wait any longer right and you it get like nearly kind of yeah it feels good to be wanted or like uh, i i like it when a guy like he wants to take you like Yes, kind and of he pushes thing. you like against the wall. Right, like you could be in the middle of dishes and he just wraps his hand around your waist. Like that's sexy. It's nice to be wanted, but by someone who you want to be wanted by. <laughs> Clearly, I mean, these fantasies are also like you, you know, somebody often apparently even in romance fiction, you know, it's obvious like a kind of a powerful, dangerous man, you know, right. becomes yeah, yeah. so enthralled by you or something that he has to have you. And you're kind of like, oh, my God, right. but you're dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, okay, I have to I, have yeah, you. I, I see the logic there. OK, and then there is one more, which I find interesting. Actually, there's a couple okay. more, but um, sexual openness. And this explanation basically says that like a woman who is very sexually open um, and who has no anxiety, guilt or shame really feels mm -hmm. free to like e explore all kinds of fantasies and she just doesn't, right. judge, she doesn't judge them. Right. Okay. Oh, is this a real, is that a real That's not a, explanation? No, not really. Because still we can think, of course you are free to fantasize about anything and everything. What is it, though, that makes this attractive to you? Right, exactly. There has to be a motivator. And for, for some kind of a in some kind of a sense, you can find that attractive and also something else attractive, right? But I think what's dangerous is to put this as the only kind of position a woman in an erotic romance movie is ever in. Right, exactly. She's always a submissive, like, yeah, poor me character. Yeah, the, literally the victim of assault and rape at this point. Okay. Right. Um, and the last one would be rape culture. You know, um, that women have been conditioned um, in, totally. to, buy, to buy into men's fantasies of domination, you know? Right. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it probably is a crazy mix of all of these things. <laughs> um, yeah, what do I would imagine. Yeah. So do you suggest watching this movie? Yes or no? Like it, I, mm. I, I know you hate it or you really didn't like it, but, but is it worth watching just do, culturally to watch it? To be honest, the only thing I would watch 
is, I mean, watch it if you kind of want to understand that dynamic and how fucked up it is. Right. Okay. You can skip through it and just watch a couple of the sex watch scenes. The sex scenes. Yeah, because they are hot. I'm not going to lie. There's like some yeah. that are really hot. I mean, it's two really beautiful people shot right. in beautiful well places. Filmed. Yeah, having the sex quality is going to be it. better than a lot of porn that's out there for sure. Yeah. And what I do have to say about this is with the sex, in the beginning, maybe not so much, but like she does enjoy it later, you know? Yeah. Problematic, but yeah, so <laughs> give it a try, don't give it a try. If you do, just consider yeah. how it makes you feel and why. Right. Yeah, that's smart. All right, and now we're gonna go to our confession. The confessions. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Dum, 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 dum. They're all so innocent that whenever we make it sound so crazy, it's like I know, really right? underwhelming. <laughs> I know. Well, anyways, confessions are questions and stories from you guys and answers from us. And today we have a couple stories, which I find fun. Oh, cool. Um, the first one is from a girl. And she said, my confession is I sometimes get in my head during sex. I'm feeling a lot of pleasure with my partner, but at times I either get caught up in my thoughts or I can put pressure on myself to have an orgasm. Do you have any tips um, to help be more in the moment during sex? They've tried a couple of mindful sex approaches by Diana Richardson, which we talked about, who wrote that Tantra book. Um, but she wanted to know if we have any ideas or any tips on the private Level. Well, I think it's just like what you mentioned earlier is just don't go into sex with it like goal oriented. As soon as you drop that, then you'll be less in your head and just enjoying it. I think when there's the pressure like, oh, am I taking too long or the objective is to have an orgasm, then that puts pressure on both people. Yeah. And I think maybe, maybe it'd be good to talk to your partner about that because clearly you can just like decide this for yourself but maybe then you're still stressed that he's waiting for something maybe right can be, exactly. maybe you can be communicated and be like hey can we play a game tonight like it's not about how about let's make the goal not to come yes like i'm gonna do as much as i can and you're not allowed to come and then you're, you'll probably they'll probably open up the window for you to come faster absolutely i think yeah. totally i think this kind of i mean this is like a, it's a perfect little trick you can play on yeah. yourself. No, oh, that sounds um, hot. <laughs> right, doesn't it? I think also yeah. another thing is to focus on the what actually is happening in the moment. Right. Um, I think you can, like, on your breathing or, like, how – just kind of ask yourself how this one touch feels like because mm -hmm. then you're back in your body and you're, right, like – Right, as opposed to – yeah, your head being elsewhere. Exactly. So kind of like scan your body a little bit. Totally. While you're in bed. I think this is kind of, or like, how does it feel like when I kiss him, when I bite him, when he does whatever, you know, or she. Mm -hmm. um, I think that helps to get, I was actually having this conversation with a guy um, because he was talking about that sometimes he gets into his head during yeah. sex, um, especially like not wanting to come and stuff like that, you know kind of like performance oh uh, yeah anxiety. i guess guys might have different <laughs> the opposite. Yeah, they don't want to come too quick <laughs> yeah 
that's funny lucky guys well they, because they they can reach a, a, like a point of no return i mean we can too but right for them different yeah. different scenario but it was really funny to me because i was like the funny thing is for me i like sex because it's one of the only moments not really but in my life it's more like meditation i'm so in the moment where I'm having sex. Right. That's why exactly. I like it so much. You forget about everything else because you're completely lost. And I mean, I think humans in general seek out those kind of experiences and sex yeah. is one of them that, that gives them that. Exactly. So I think for me personally, that's already kind of more like that. But I think focusing on what's actually happening at the moment. Totally. Like- yeah, the little details. Okay. So the next one is by a man. And there's a, it's a pretty long message. So I'm going to, the first part of it, I'm going to kind of summarize. But he, he's talking about that he really likes our show. <laughs> that he likes that we're like really positive and open and mm-hmm. sex positive and open and everything. But he has a little bit of a criticism. Oh, okay. And I right. like it because we've never really had like, yeah. we've never read it, any criticism. Give it to me. Give it to us. But he's like, but I do not often, but regularly speak at the podcast to say, of course, it's the same for a man. Or come on, you two. That's only true if we make it true. Orgasms. As a man, I have as many different kinds of orgasms as a woman. I'm convinced of it. To begin with, you have to pay attention and be interested in even noticing a difference. And then just start noticing. Long, short, more in waves, more like a shock, whole body, purely mechanical, soft, gentle, rough, mm-hmm. indecent. Hmm. There was an episode where you talked about this, kind of. And the most cosmic I've ever experienced orgasm was accomplished through a very expert blowjob. But interestingly enough, I think ended up not being entirely hard by the end. Ah, I barely mm. knew where I was. No exaggeration. So what exactly she was doing, I have no idea. I wish I did. But my point is that we have the image of masculine orgasm or ejaculation and what that looks um, or even feels like. And I suspect so like for women it's potentially much richer than that oh interesting right i i think that's a fair statement i I like because i mean we're too we're coming at all this from a female perspective so it's it's nice to hear that from a guy you know because i had i had conversations about this before where at one point i asked a guy i was like do you have different kinds of orgasms and he was like no not really and then I asked other people because I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I can imagine. And most yeah. guys that I've talked to are like, no, they feel very different. I mean, clearly. Yeah. I mean, like, clearly just seeing a guy, the same guy come different times. Like, some definitely are more intense <laughs> than others. Like, some he has to lie still for a couple of minutes afterwards just to regain consciousness. But, yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> it really looks like that too, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, did you die? Like, what happened? Yeah, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, of course there's going to be a variety, but I, I think his point that like it, there's variety if you pay attention. Like, yeah, that was a cool statement. Yeah, and I think it's true. I mean, you know, kind of what he mentioned a little bit. I know that we are not that different from each other. At the core of it. I think right. what what also I talked about on Pillow Talk with Mickey Mott, he said the porn segregates a lot, right? Yeah. You either into this or you're into that. Like it doesn't totally. really give you sexual fluidity. 
Yeah. It doesn't allow you to be a dominant sub, right? Right. It doesn't allow you to like passionate sex and be choked. It doesn't, it's like either or right. you pick your poison and that's who you are as your sexual personality. That's true. But I, yeah, I think it's much more of a spectrum. Of course, of course it is. Like, of like course it things is. Things that are very opposite from each other and what you'd think were counterintuitive, but that's just everyone's has and their I, own taste. And I on, honestly think that if you think that you fall into just one category, you have not given yourself much you space. explored enough, yeah. No, because I actually think that we're most, most of us are very fluid and things that we want at what point, with what partner, in what way, and things change all the time. And I think totally. it's good to be open and to explore. And so in exactly. that sense, there can't be a huge difference between men and women. Clearly, we have different bodies, but right. it makes sense that there is... Everything that we say can also be kind of, I don't know, turned around. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Go, that goes both ways. Yeah. I was thinking about this with this movie. I was like, what if the guy would have been kidnapped by a woman? Right? Yeah. I was thinking that while you said that. It's just since females get put in that one role. But I was like, what if we turn it around? And I know. That would be interesting. And she's like, I'm going to give you 365 days to like fall in love with me. Well, maybe he, maybe the cliche of that would be though, that there's not much of a fight. The guy would be like, right, exactly. you're fucking hot. I'll fuck you. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what the conception would, would be. <laughs> Which is really mean to say, because I don't know. I don't think every guy wants to be kidnapped by a hot woman. No, exactly. Maybe but, though. <laughs> but see, we're perpetuating stereotypes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, okay. And last but not least, um, so I got several of those. So I'm going to kind of give it a, it's like a little bit of a topic. Okay. Um, during the Q&A, a guy wrote me then personally through DM. He's like, I'm 21. I'm still a virgin. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I kind of, I can't wait for it to happen. And like, I feel like I'm missing out and I don't know how to have sex for the first time or like, you know, I get really stressed about this. Yeah. And so somebody else wrote back or wrote me and was like, hey, please tell this person. It's totally okay. You know, I was a virgin until I was 25. And then two other girls wrote me, 124, 125, that they're still virgins and that they feel a lot of pressure yeah. from society to have sex. Right. So... Let's let's try to talk about this for a second. Um, okay. I mean, I, for I, me, yeah. I mean, they're they're putting pressure on themselves, like. I, but also, I think, like, if if you're a certain age, you feel like that there's a there's a cutoff of when you should not be a virgin anymore, and and that's not a spoken rule. It's just kind of what society yeah. expects of you, I guess. And then if you're outside of that normal, you're gonna feel. Like you're insufficient, but that's not the case whatsoever. It's never too late. No, I mean I think it's it's one thing I was texting with one of or DMing with one of them, and I think I was like, it's it's about the right time, not the right age, right? Right, right exactly. Amen. I mean, it it'll happen no matter what. It, it, I mean, the chances that this will that you will have sex yeah. <laughs> are incredibly high, and also. Yeah. Really, maybe you'll have your first time and be like, well, this is what I was so stressed about. Yeah, don't put so much pressure <laughs> on the situation. Like, don't make it all you can think about or all you're worried about or self-conscious about. It's 
No, but you know what I thought was the cool thing about that? If you have sex for the first time later on in your life. Yeah. That you're already more confident in, like, with yourself so you can communicate better. Totally. I had no clue. Yeah, first I was so time young. I, I was sex. like, yeah. oh, no. I don't know what's yeah. happening. Yeah. And if you're 25 and you can be like, hey, can we communicate? What feels good to you? Right. And that could be a better introduction to sex than what most people have, which is generally, like, sloppy and confusing and awkward. Yeah, and you can have like more like an adult approach where you just like talk to a person and explore your bodies together and be yeah, curious. Exactly. And like learn together rather than going in a situation where and both people assume that the other person should know what they're doing, you know, and if that's not the case. Totally. Then, yeah. <laughs> so I think there's a actually a huge value in that too. So try to and and meanwhile, explore your own body. Because totally. then you can communicate with your par- your first partner um, or your partners to come very well about what you like already. This is like Amen. so much beyond where I was at. Yeah, for sure. I was 15. I was like, I don't even know how anything works. Yeah, that kind I was, of yeah, I was 14. And so, yeah, same. Right? Same You're just deal, kind of yeah. like, I mean, I wasn't communicating shit. I was just like, oh, no, what's happening? Like, oh my gosh, this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think I'm horny. I, I feel these feelings. Like, <laughs> I think my body wants to have a dick inside it, but I'm not so sure how this is going to work. Um, so there's definitely a benefit. And yeah, um, for sure. That, that's a mature way of looking at it. And to be honest, last, last statement um, for church today. Whatever anyone tells you sex or love should look like, that doesn't have to be your reality. No. No. Not it's it's different for everyone. Amen. Yeah, that's a, Amen. Diversity. <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> Sexual fluidity. Yeah. Spectrum. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, well, next week is Pride, so we'll talk a little bit more about that. And yeah, thank you everyone for coming. Yeah, thank you. We hope to coming. see you next Sunday. Coming. Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yourself for coming and your partner, yeah. baby. But um, exactly. yeah, we'll see you next week. And amen. 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 Thank you guys so much for listening to the Pussy Church Podcast. And make sure to check out my new quarantine show, Pillow Talk, where I chat with my favorite erotic creators and play truth or dare with them. If you like today's show, please, please, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us keep the show going. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would be amazing too. See you next week.